Get the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music guide you through the opaque world of venture capital and reveal all the ways you can source capital for your company's growth. It all starts right here with Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music on VC Confidential. Welcome to VC Confidential. I'm Ann Kennedy, and I'm here with my co-host and partner at Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music. Together, we are managing directors of the Sibylla Masters Fund. You can learn more about that at masters.vc. This show is for investors and entrepreneurs alike. We are ripping that opaque lid off conventional venture capital to show you how it works. And there you have it, folks. Hi, Jillian. Hi, Anne. Happy New Year. Uh, what should we talk about to kick off this new year? Well, the start of a new year seems like a good time to review some basics and put them in context for how we prefer to invest, you and me. Uh, I've been thinking about those old familiar convertible notes and somewhat newer SAFEs, which stands for Simple Agreement for Future Equity. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, let's start with some simple definitions. Uh, both a convertible note and a safe are investment interest, uh, investment instruments, and they're used in early stages of a company's growth. Angels, incubators, accelerators, and even early stage VCs all use convertible notes, and more recently, some of them use safes. Now, attorney Kevin Vila, the managing partner at Vila Wood in Dallas and Austin, shared some basic definitions that were rather good article uh, that provide some clarity around the similarities and the differences of these two instruments. So let's put a link on our Outlines Venture LinkedIn page so everyone can check it out. Um, and I think we have a lot of links to put out today, don't we, Anne? Yeah, we sure do. We sure do. Okay. So, folks, you can find all those links on our uh, LinkedIn page, uh, Outlines Venture Group, when you're done here. So, um, Attorney Vela says, a convertible note is a type of debt that has the right to convert into equity when you hit an agreed-upon milestone. Now, Funders Club, says Vila, explains convertible notes as an investment vehicle that is structured similarly to a loan. However, as TechCrunch points out, this type of debt automatically converts into shares of preferred stock upon the closing of a Series A round of financing. So right there, it tells you it comes before Series A. That's right. So why Combinator? in Silicon Valley introduced safes in 2013 uh, to replace convertible notes in order to remove debt from the equation. Uh, YC's stated intent was to make funds raising as simple, clear, fast, and cheap as possible for founders. And I'll repeat by way of definition, a SAFE is an acronym that stands for Simple Agreement for Future Equity. The invest investment instrument was, as we noted, created by Y Combinator as the new financial instrument to simplify seed investment. At its core, a safe is a warrant to purchase stock in a future priced round. Right. So quick recap, folks. A convertible note converts from a debt instrument 
into an equity instrument upon the close of the next upcoming investment round. Often a convertible note would provide the investor with sidecar rights. That means the investor and the entrepreneur side uh, sign a side agreement, a separate agreement to give these rights to in the investor. Uh, and that would be that the investor is able to purchase additional stock in the upcoming round, usually a Series A. Um, and sometimes the investor would even have more rights bestowed upon them to be able to purchase stock at the Series B stage, uh, both purchases being, of course, at an advantageous price. Um, now, however, convertible notes, which start as a debt instrument, convert upon a future round of funding to equity are more complex and prone, as Melissa Hollis says in her article that she posted on indeniro.com, and we'll add a link to our LinkedIn page there too. She noted that the overall consensus about convertible notes is that they are known to be complex and therefore finicky or glitchy. Hence, the safe was invented, if you will, by Y Combinator, and the safe takes the debt out of this equation. That's right. And it is in an effort to help fund more, more seed rounds for their standard offer in their own uh, Y Combinator incubator. Um, they constructed their first safe note in 2013 for the standard deal. And then in 2018, they updated their safes to accommodate for the fact that seed rounds using safes had begun to include larger sum, sums of money. At that time, Y Combinator saw that safe rounds were beginning becoming a round of their own rather than a pre-investment in an upcoming Series A. Now hang on to that thought, thought folks, because we're coming back around to it later in the show. It gets a little bit complicated, and I really feel like we're kind of wading into the swamp here to try to explain all <laughs> well, this. But... We'll, we'll keep coming back with kind of catch-ups, you know. Yes, this is will. one, and this is two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, so, it, it, Y Combinator made a safe back in 2013, and then 2018, they updated it. Right. So what happened there? Today, Y Combinator's safes are based on post-money rather than pre-money valuations. The post-money valuation process addresses two issues. One, clarity around dilution, and two, the difficulty that founders had in estimating just what the post-money valuation would be and investors in just how much of the company they actually owned upon the completion of a safe round. Yeah, so, yeah. Why, complicated. Why, yeah, it's very complicated. Uh, y Combinator maintains that post-money safes create more certainty over ownership and dilution, and the math is far simpler. Here's why. The pre-money concept and the inclusion of the priced round option pool increase all made sense in the past when safes were essentially short-term bridges to the priced round, i.e. Series A. But the market has since evolved and companies now regularly raise two to three million on safes to replace seed rounds. Right. It is the seed round, essentially. Right. So what they're really replacing is not a seed round. What they're replacing is conventional venture equity for a particular stage of investment. That's interesting. So, so far, so good for investors. However, is a post-money safe actually better for founders? So again, attorney Kevin Vila says, 
the post money calculation can be detrimental to entrepreneurs. If they raise more rounds than they anticipated, they could find themselves more greatly diluted than they had anticipated at the beginning. So for founders, Mr. Vela suggests approaching the use of the post money safes with caution. Ah. But isn't that in any attorney's highest and best use, highlighting the downsides and risks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, but, so but good far to so note. good. Yeah. Good to note, yes. But as usual, I have questions. So uh, let's start here in the last couple of minutes before we go to break. You are relentless. <laughs> I am relentless. Keep at, I'm relentlessly curious. So what is the functional difference between a convertible note and a safe? I got this one. So functionally, the convertible note provides investors with an interest return on a debt instrument. You put 100,000 in, you set the interest rate at, I don't know, 6%, you'll see 6,000 annually, compounded annually usually, uh, and you know, so long as that note exists. At such time as that convertible note converts, uh -huh, and that's why they call it a convertible <laughs> note, to equity in the next priced round, the interest rate stops and the investment becomes an equity investment. Generally, the investor now owns preferred stock in the company. First, the investor holds a debt instrument vehicle, then the investor holds an equity interest. Now, by comparison, a safe was designed as a warrant. It gives the investor the right to purchase stock at a set price, and generally a percentage that's lower than the later investors are going to pay for the same preferred stock. Right? Think of it as futures, if you will. Right? For example, Jane Investor makes a $100,000 investment in a safe with an alpha Alpha company, okay, an alpha company raises a series A round of investment. That VC is going to pay 10 bucks a share of stock. Cool. Jane Investor is going to pay, say, I don't know, 750 a share, a lower amount. And her lower cost accounts for the fact that Jane put her money in sooner, tied it up sooner, much longer tie up of capital, right? She can't be investing it elsewhere. All right, took more risk because alpha company was not as robust or stable when she put in her money. In other words, the early investors are compensated for their higher risk, longer capital tie-up, earlier investments with a lower price per share when the Series A valuation sets in. It should be noted, by the way, that safes can also carry interest rates on the invested capital. So they don't represent a lesser quality investment for investors in any way. And with that, we now have to take a break for our sponsors. Speaking of investing, uh, we'll be right back with some insights into the world of venture capital on VC Confidential. More ways you can source capital for your company's growth on VC Confidential is coming up. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress. 
empowering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music are back with the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow on VC Confidential, only on WMR.FM. Welcome back to VC Confidential. I'm Ann Kennedy, and I'm here with Jillian Music talking about what you as an investor, advisor, or entrepreneur need to know about venture capital. Before the break, we opened the conversation about the difference between convertible notes and safes in seed round funding rounds. I'd like to point out that in my three plus years here on the East Coast, I have found little use of safes and much more reliance on the traditional convertibles. What I hear is that innovation moves from west to east like the jet stream. <laughs> <laughs> I get I kind of figured that out. <laughs> I guess that's a way of of saying the financial world here in the east is long established and slower to accept new modes. After all, Alexander Hamilton set up our banking system 232 years ago in New York. And he <laughs> knew I'd find a way to work Hamilton into this. Uh I did, I did. <laughs> but I do have relevant questions. At Masters Fund, we set out with the intent of making funding innovation work better for both investors and entrepreneurs. We've just been talking about two commonly used types of seed rounds um, in common use now, and depending on where you are. Here's my question about those. Where does either funding vehicle convertible note or safe fit into delivering the best optimal results for both investors and entrepreneurs. If convertible notes are so complex and do not provide clarity of information to either the investor, or the entrepreneurs, in other words, if safes are a better solution, why are many early stage companies still using convertible notes to get early stage funding? Does the industry really move that slowly? <laughs> In a word, yes. <laughs> so as you observed, convertible notes are still popular in the East Coast of the US and safes are not considered to be, well, a safe <laughs> on many East, by many East Coast investors, right? They simply don't trust safes. They like what they know, which is the convertible note. Now, by the way, that said, there are reasons why a convertible note might be better, especially as uh, the attorney uh, Vela pointed out, if you're going to raise multiple convertible note rounds or kind of keep it open and keep going for quite a while, right? You want to make sure you understand um, the valuation, if you will, of the company today and what you're going to be uh, offering in the future and so on. It, it's more difficult, actually, if you're going to make multiple rounds, you may find yourself having given away more than you thought. A dilution may be greater. So you want to think about those things. If, however, you're using it either as a bridge or as its own round, really the safest way to go. So financial risk tolerance is a slippery thing, right? It takes substantial financial risk tolerance to invest in early stage privately held companies. Adding to that risk a new investment vehicle, in other words, a safe, especially one that was not invented here, if you will, right? Again, it 
comes from the West Coast and goes elsewhere and so on, it increases the risk of already high risk investments. New structures can be the last straw, if you will, for many people who are unaccustomed to the pace of change in the startup world. I mean, think about it, Anne. These guys are finance guys, and finance has a lot of, um, how should I say, protection around it. It's a little bit like law, a lot of protection around it. Downsides are big. The world of startup is wild, woolly, and fast moving. We grew up in that world in our uh, uh, careers and so on. We're accustomed to that speed of change. Most of the world is not. And those parts of the world that are the least uh, accustomed to it would be in finance. You know, that makes really good sense. But what I'm here really hearing you say is the slow pace of adoption of safes in some areas of the country is more about human psychology than it is about financial instruments, clarity, or even what might be best for both investors and entrepreneurs. Bingo. As anyone who's been listening to us on VC Confidential knows by now, we use a structured equity investment model at the Master's Fund. Uh, let's put the structured equity investment model into perspective so investors and entrepreneurs listening in today can understand the stages of investment in privately held companies and the vehicles available to investors to make those investments. Yeah, perspective, full view of the playing field. I like it. So how about you flesh out that full life cycle of a pre-IPO company and show us at which stages the convertible note and safe are appropriate for founders to use to raise capital. Sure thing. And I'll throw in for good measure how we use structured equity and other kinds as well. So lots of ways to fund a company. We talk about that a lot. Remember the capitalization stack, not just I got to raise equity. So here we go. The earliest investment stage is called friends and family round, sometimes friends, families, and fools, right? In truth, the entrepreneur is probably, although not always, but already put some of her own money into the business, even before asking friends and family to join her in the financial risk. So the first stage of investment is putting in a few bucks to see whether an idea has any substance. Now, can you build this idea into a real product or service? At this stage, you can offer your friends and family family is safe. It's a good, simple, clear language uh, document. It provides people who are not usually qualified investors, right? They get that exemption by being friends and family, right? They get these, you know, usually non-qualified investors get clarity around their investment. The clear language, the simplicity, uh, the shortness of it, it's not very long. Those are all good reasons to use it. The second stage is more about testing the market and refining the product. That's called the angel investor stage, right? That's when they might get involved in the burning question, is anybody interested in buying whatever you're building? But in truth, I gotta let you know, these days, I know angel investors who wait for at least first revenue, proof that the customers are willing to pay for a product. And I know no angel investors anymore who are willing to invest to build out the product these days. They're all saying, well, show us, you know, more later, we'll wait, right? As if they were VCs. These angels do exist, but they're very rare. So if you have an angel investor who is willing to put in capital to help you build a product that has no customers yet, 
it's a really good idea to compensate them well and keep them in your pocket, right? Use a safe or in some cases a convertible note for this investment stage and it's a good idea for you both. It means you don't need to wait until the company has a firm valuation, generally the Series A, right, to take in as much capital as you need to complete your product build. And it is much needed capital, right, and then to launch it in the marketplace. You have a clean, clear way to compensate your early investors who are taking this very large risk on your company, and you can do so in an equitable manner. Then you finally get to the Series A. Well. Not quite, because to get to a Series A priced round, a company needs to achieve some serious milestones. You've got to have a product in the market, a product market fit, substantial market sizing has been established. There's a timeliness of the stuff. Lots more, right? These are all part of the venture capital due diligence model. To achieve these significant milestones, there may be several angel rounds, several convertible notes or safes may be employed, and even venture debt raises might be needed. These are generally called seed rounds. They're somewhere between an angel and a series A. Some smaller VCs from firms engage at this stage, so do angels, and so do super angels, which simply means angels who can write very large checks. So structured equity can be a good bridge between that angel and series A rounds. That's where we'd fit in, right? But so does venture debt. And we can explain just how all of this stuff works after we take a break from our sponsors. No, a break for our sponsors. <laughs> yes. Let's make sure we and got we are that grateful. We yes. are grateful to yeah. our sponsors because they yes. make this show possible. And we are thrilled to be able to share this information with everybody. Yes, especially thrilled to be able to share it on WMR.FM. So with that, we must take another break. You are listening to VC Confidential, and we will be right back. More ways you can source capital for your company's growth on VC Confidential is coming up. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. 
TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music are back with the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow on VC Confidential, only on WMR.FM. Welcome back to VC Confidential. We are so glad you joined us. Today, we've been digging into forms of seed round funding, the commonly used convertible notes that convert from debt to equity, and safes, which are agreements to acquire equity shares in the future at advantageous prices. So Jillian, before the break, you made a good point about the use of structured equity in the life cycle of a startup raising capital. Structured equity provides early stage angels and smaller VCs a way to make an equity investment and set a schedule on which that equity will be repurchased by the company at a preset multiple. As we often note here, with a little less than 4% of conventionally venture funded companies ever getting to a happy exit, an exit that provides at least a 3x return on invested capital. Another 16% continue to operate, but never exit. So there goes the you know return on invested capital. Mm-hmm. So since a conventional venture capital fund requires a company to sell or hold an IPO, i.e. Mm-hmm. initial public offering in order to see any return on their investments. So structured equity serves that 16% very well as companies that do not wish to exit or go public are therefore not a good match for venture capital. I would agree. Yeah, um, I think that's a very good point. The 16% that continue to operate but don't exit, that's kind of a perfect match for structured equity. But in addition, there are many companies that were never a good match for uh, venture capital. They're simply not scalable corporations. They may be service organizations and so on. This does not mean they're, uh, well, we call them lifestyle. And I'm thinking, no, it's not a good word for it. We've talked about that a lot. Um, These are privately held organizations or companies they can be incredible cash cows, throwing off great deal of capital, but they will not exit. They will not scale. Okay, And with all of that kind of stuff, there has to be a better way to fund them. So finally, in our full playing field layout, right, if you are scalable and you are going to sell or have an IPO, that is going to be what they say is a 10x return on you know, for every million bucks, the company will return at least 10x and hopefully hundreds of x, right? That's the unicorn hope, right? Back to the VCs so that there's a net 3x to investors because that's what it takes, right? If that's the whole deal, then you are VC fundable. And that's the Series A round. This is where conventional venture capital takes over and sees a company through to the end, the sale or the IPO. Now, along the way, there can be very many forms of venture debt, almost all based on revenue share models uh, to support the company in various growth stages. Venture debt is, of course, an excellent choice, again, for companies that are not destined for sale or IPO. And these models include revenue share loans, royalty splits, dividend models, and, of course, bank loans. So we've got a whole suite of options out there for everybody. Indeed, and thanks. That provides us with a clear picture of where the different forms of capital can serve companies at various stages. 
Okay, then. Before the show today, you said something interesting when comparing the convertible note to the structured equity exit investment model that we prefer. You said this, and I'm quoting you. A convertible note gets you into the equity. Structured equity gets you out. Yes, (laughs) that's true. To that, I would like to add safes are warrants. So let's remember that warrants are promises, whereas notes are debt, meaning contractual obligations. Right. Well, so is structured equity. Yes. Yeah. So that's true. Seriously, let's unpack that for our listeners. Is exit funding, structured exit funding, what we're talking about, a natural evolution of funding as we seek better ways to support in particular, first-time diverse founders. Absolutely, absolutely. Diverse founders that would be gender diverse and uh, racial and ethnic and age diversities, all of the diversities that are out there, right? They are constantly telling us that they are having trouble raising capital from conventional venture capitalists, right? But they may also be building companies that don't fit the mold. So rather than looking only at the founder themselves, look at the kinds of companies being built. And whether it's chicken and egg, we don't know, or, or chicken or egg, I should say, we don't know. We don't know whether because a founder cannot get funding, they must build a different kind of company, or whether they're building a different kind of company and it simply doesn't fit the venture capital mold in conventional venture capital terms. What we do know is that a massive amount of innovation can take place, but is not taking place because diverse ideas, structures of companies and founders are attempting to get the capital they need to to grow their companies and figure out how to send that capital back to those capital investors, right? The financial partner, if you will, right? And conventional venture capital doesn't serve them. That's not such a bad thing. It just means that the finance world needs to evolve. And finally, it is. We see that in a safe, for example. A convertible note itself was something that was invented along the way to get to the venture capital standard equity, right? So we had conventional equity, then we had convertible notes, then we had safes, which were improvements on convertible notes, and we have the structured equity. Now, as I said, a convertible note or even a safe, is a way to get you into equity. What we have at structured equity is for companies that are in the market and growing and so on. It's fine, but they don't have to scale into the billions of dollars for this to be useful to them. We have a way to get capital in and out with lower risk, shorter term tie-ups, more regular returns on the investment, much closer to kind of a loan structure in which the company will make regular payments to the fund. What they're doing is redeeming the stock. All right. So again, we can run tire shows in 2021 all about what is structured equity? How does it work? We've done some before, we can dig in further. Um, but if you're listening in for the first time, I highly recommend you go back and listen to what we said about it before, right? But I do think that the whole idea of this blossoming of new forms of venture equity or debt instruments will address a much broader group of people, ideas, and company formations. A lot of innovation is going to happen both in the financial world and in the companies they serve. 
And that's a wrap for this episode of VC Confidential. We invite you to join us each Tuesday for a new episode as we take a deep dive into the opaque world of venture capital and share learnings and ideas on the inner workings of the shrouded corner of business finance known as venture capital. We'd like to thank our producers at WMR.FM who agreed to take a chance on our new show, VC Confidential, now in its 30th episode. You Ooh. can listen. Yeah, you could listen to all our episodes right here on WMRF.FM and in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you like to get your podcasts. You will also find all of our CEO Coach podcasts there as well. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music, and we are so glad you joined us on VC Confidential. Till next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.